This is being recorded. Good morning. This is Magellan, and welcome to the Magellan Show. It is Thursday, the 3rd of September, 2015. I want to welcome you to our broadcast today, and thanks so much for listening to all of you across the United States and around the world. Our live number is 646-929-0709, 646-929-0709, and you can connect with us that way. Remember, today we're going to be doing a giveaway. That'll be at the end of the broadcast. Actually, we'll be doing two giveaways at the end of the broadcast. We had announced this several weeks ago, and again, we had announced it on the Tuesday broadcast. So hopefully, uh, we will uh, be able to make a couple people happy today with, uh, with a couple of giveaways. And we're going to go ahead and, before we get into all of that, get into the news. Got a lot of news happening today. Our playback number, just to let you know, is 712-775-7039. The access code is 327-756-POUND. Also remind you that you can listen to this broadcast uh, a variety of ways. We're on iTunes, so if you have downloaded the iTunes app, we already have it on your uh, device, then just subscribe to our podcast for free. Type in the keywords Magellan Show. You'll find us over there. Our website, MagellanShow.com. Our email address is contact at MagellanShow.com. We're also on Twitter if you want to, uh, you know, see what's going on over there. Uh, At Real Magellan. That's how you will find us over there. At Real Magellan. Our Twitter feed is also on our website as well. And that's a great way to, to connect with us, and I encourage you. Uh, that way you'll always kind of be up to date on the goings-on and what, what's happening with uh, with our site, etc. at Real Magellan. So follow us on Twitter today, and uh, you'll, be, you'll be well informed. Well, let's go ahead and get into the news now, shall we? Uh, there's a lot of it, and sometimes uh, it's like, where do you begin? We have a lot of things to talk about on this broadcast today. We're going to be looking at the markets. We're going to be looking at the situation that has truly escalated with Black Lives Matters, and you know that that's a a, a movement that has really turned that has turned extremely violent, extremely violent. And we're not hearing, here's the thing, we're not hearing any kind of of words of condemnation from the from the administration, from our from our from our administration here in the United States. We're not we're not hearing that from the White House. To where, to where we are, we are, we are hearing uh, the White House come out and and discourage these kinds 
of of of, of incidents that that are that are occurring on a daily basis it seems now this is quite disturbing quite disturbing we're not talking about an isolated incident but now multiple incidents there is a war on right now if you are in uniform and look there have been abuses there have been abuses uh, when it comes to the way uh, law enforcement has has handled certain situations. We know that. And more times than not, even though it may not get publicized, uh, they are held accountable. And I know that sometimes that there are frustrations, that, that the law has been heavy-handed at times. But these kinds of measures, I mean, you consider the one police officer. He was getting gassed. Getting gassed and just, I mean, and killed. You know, 15 bullets unloaded on this man. And he leaves, uh, from what I understand, a wife and two kids. All because he was wearing a uniform. The same cop that if if you were in a bad situation that, that you would call nine one one and he might get dispatched to help you in a in a in a dangerous situation. But it goes even deeper than that. And not just that, not just that, but also we're seeing a war I mean, this is this is true. We're, we're not just even hearing this on alternative media, but on more mainstream news. That there has been a call for not only the execution of uh, or assassination of police officers, but also but also those who are of the white race. And I watched one of these. I was watching uh, last night. I was watching uh, Hannity. And he was playing a a video clip. I think YouTube may have banned one of them. But was just basically saying, you know, beware, you know, if you're white. Now, apparently, apparently, those that that are calling out for this kind of violence, must totally and completely, well, obviously, they're filled with evil and hate. Hate goes both ways. And they they must also have contempt for the, uh, for the civil rights leaders of the past that called for civil rights for all people Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. himself said that he envisioned a nation. Remember when he spoke to see a lot of to see a, a, a lot of uh, minorities because they own, they because some of them listened to the wrong voices could not tell you what Dr. King said. He said that uh, I, I, I'm in, I'm envisioning a time. 
and I'm just paraphrasing, where they would not look at the color of their skin, but the content of their character. I have a dream. That was his dream. That 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 that, that he would one day, you know, be a part of that nation. But that's not what's happened. And actually, even even some of the relatives of uh, of of Dr. King have spoken out against this movement. Because let's face it, we we know that all lives matter. You know, the Bible says that Jesus loves loves the little children. Remember that song? All the little children of the world, red and yellow, black and white, they're precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. So this is not an issue of of, you know, do black lives matter or not. We know they do. That that's that's a that's a given. We understand that. White lives matter. All lives matter. Police lives matter. Life is precious. God gives life. Only the Lord is the one who gives and takes away. But this is cold-blooded murder, and and this is what I believe racism in the highest form. These are the hate crimes, but nobody's talking about this. Nobody is talking about it at all. But see, what you have here are a couple things to, to keep in mind. You've got those who have been duped by certain operatives into into believing that this is just a race a racial issue. So what you'll have then is you will have certain white folks who will try to in some way retaliate for these incidents. And you may have also angry police officers that are going to really step it up now, maybe some that are off-duty, uh, or families of victims of, uh, of those that, that, that died, uh, families of, of police officers. I mean, it, that, it, that could just start waging an out-and-out civil war. Hmm. And the White House does not say anything about it. The powers that be, they're not saying anything about this. I've talked to you on this program about the Hegelian dialectic, which I know sounds like some far-out word. But basically, just putting it in a nutshell, once again, it's where you have an answer where the leaders of this world have an answer, but they've got to create a problem to usher in that answer. Hmm. And we are seeing civil unrest. That's what's happening. Civil unrest. Welcome to the U to the new. United States of America. I mean, I'm just looking at some of these headlines if you're following us on Real Magellan. Another attempted murder, assassination, whatever you want to call it, this time in Massachusetts. We had in Houston. We had one north of Chicago. Now in Massachusetts. I mean, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. We're getting this report from... insider.foxnews.com just a, uh, an outrageous 
turn of events. This officer was not killed, thankfully, but there, but there was an attempt on, on his life, and it's only by the grace of God that he survived. When you look at this police cruiser that basically caught up in flames. Let me read you, read you the article, then we'll break it down. And by the way, this is the Magellan Show. It's uh, it's our Thursday broadcast. Our live number is 646-929-0709. 646-929-0709. Schools in Millis, Massachusetts are closed today amid a manhunt for a driver who was shot at a police who shot at a police cruiser. Authorities say that an officer was checking on a disabled vehicle in Millis yesterday when a man driving a pickup truck shot at the police cruiser three times. The cop then returned fire but crashed his vehicle, causing it to burst in flames. The suspect fled and remains at large. The police officer involved in the incident was treated and released from a local hospital. The suspect is described as a white man between the ages of 25 and 40. He was driving a dark pickup truck, which may have been maroon in color. So let me say this. This assault on the police and also on uh, white Caucasian people, these kinds of, of, of atrocious acts, uh, evil, evilness, is not just being carried out by, uh, by those of color, in other words, by, by black people, but also by white people as well. Because, again, this is, you remember in, 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 in uh, New Orleans, Katrina, how after things, things got crazy, after, after the, the hurricane, that there was total anarchy, chaos, looting. It wasn't just from, from one ethnic group, but, but like everybody. Because here's the truth of the matter. We've got, <laughs> like newsflash, we have crazies and and sociopaths in all races. That's right. That's right. I, I mean, it doesn't matter uh, what he's talking about. White, black, uh, Hispanic, Asian, uh, you name it, you're going to have in each of those groups those that that have lost their minds, and uh, you know apparently we are just seeing the beginnings of this. So thankfully, in this situation, this officer's life was spared. But if you look at our at our Twitter feed here, I mean, this police cruiser, I'm looking at it again only by the grace of God that this that this cop survived because it is a mess. This vehicle. If you say, wow, someone actually survived, uh, a, r- a real miracle there. Uh, unbelievable. Perhaps he got out before, right before the, the explosion, but either way, seriously, it's an incident. And as I'm looking here, some of the other pictures on the manhunt, you're obviously seeing 
some of the more special forces of the uh, of the police departments in tactical gear looking for this suspect. Now, what's going on? What's going on? Could we be looking at some false flags here? That's an entirely, entirely possible. That there are those that are carrying out these carrying out these acts, and as they do, we have even more dire things happening behind the scenes. This is nothing new. We we know we know that this happens all the time. Let me kind of explain to you never really heard the term false flag. False flag describes covert operations designed to such a way that the operations appear as though they're being carried out by entities, groups, or nations other than those who actually planned and executed them. Kind of like after 9-11, we had the Patriot Act and all of these these laws that were quickly and swiftly passed and done in such a way to where our freedoms have been trampled upon and violated under the guise of protecting us from the bad guys. And then you've had the incidents of warrantless wiretapping and, and on on it goes. Getting another report, the G.I. Joe shooting, as they referred to it, uh, up in up in Illinois. Massive multi-agency martial law drill underway. The incident in Massachusetts, schools closed as cops seek drivers, schools under a lockdown. And that's exactly what's happening. They don't they're not finding these these guys. But they're allegedly in the area and so they're locking down these areas. Now you think about that for a minute. And they're they're saying, Well, for your protection, you know, stay inside. Kids aren't to leave school. So we have a lot of things happening at the same time. And I want you to be aware of this. So what's my take on all of this? Well, I believe that we're going to continue to see an escalation in violence. And I I hope that's not the case, but I believe we'll continue to see an escalation in the violence. And I believe that as a result of that, there will be certain laws and initiatives passed, and I hope I'm wrong, to quote-unquote keep us safe. There could be a, a more of a militarization of the police department, of, of police departments across uh, across the country, more federalized. You could actually see troops on the ground, uh, National Guard, to try to quell the situation, to to bring things back to uh, 
a more civil state. But I believe it will be complete and utter, utter failure in the process. We'll be keeping our eyes open for that one. Now, moving on to some other news, and, and by the way, we're getting another report. Another report uh, confirmed this news agency here, uh, and I haven't totally vetted this story, but there is a report right now that a female officer in Pennsylvania was assaulted and thrown over a guardrail after stopping to help a dis disabled person uh, in a disabled vehicle. Sergeant Melissa, uh, Melissa Rutch of the West Pennsylvania Township Police Department is recovering from her injuries this morning after she was reportedly attacked by motorists after she stopped just as a disabled vehicle. I mean, and on it goes. On it goes. There's going to come a point, sadly, we probably won't be able to keep up with all these stories. But moving on now, because there's so many things we need to be covering. And by the way, I, I tweeted this out yesterday, uh, hashtag all lives matter, and, and, how, and how true it is. So we're going to talk about these five, now, five Chinese Navy ships sailing near the Alaskan coast. Now, I just remind you, this is the Magellan Show at 646-929-0709. Don't forget, we'll be doing our giveaway at the end of this broadcast, so stay tuned uh, and tell your friends. Five Chinese ships. Now, we know that the president ventured off to Alaska for a big push for climate change legislation initiatives, call it his climate change tour. But five Chinese Navy ships are sailing in international waters, the story just wrote yesterday, in the Bering Sea off Alaska, the Pentagon said, in an apparent first for Chinese military that came as U.S. President Barack Obama toured the U.S. states. Pentagon spokesman Captain Jeff Davis said it was the first time the United States had seen Chinese Navy ships in the Bering Sea. We respect the freedom of all nations to operate military vessels in international waters in accordance with international law. The appearance of the ships is an example of the expanding reach of China's Navy and overlap with a three-day visit by Obama to Alaska as part of its efforts to a part of his efforts to raise awareness about climate change. Two U.S. defense officials speaking on condition of anonymity said the United States had identified a Chinese amphibious ship, a replenishment vessel, and three surface combatant ships. None of these ships had been seen acting in an unprofessional or unlawful manner, the official said, adding that the United States had become aware of their presence in recent days. Now, it goes on to say that the White House spokesman, Josh Ernest, said, okay, there's no threat, threatening activity that's been detected, but they are monitoring the movement of these ships, and the intent is unclear. China has ramped up defense spending to modernize its forces and wants to develop an ocean-going blue-water navy capable of defending its growing interests as the world's largest economy. 
And it's interesting to note that this is all around the time that China and Russia have been conducting Navy exercises. And it just so happens that all this has coincided with Obama's Obama's trip to Alaska. Yeah, and everyone was making fun of Sarah Palin back when she was running for the vice presidency, wanting to try to create uh, try to create this image as someone who was ignorant when she said that she could could see, uh, or, or the, in other words, referring to her close proximity to Russia. And now we are now we are getting reports about. Chinese naval vessels getting very close, still in international waters, yes, but getting very, very close to such areas. Wow. Wow. Kentucky clerk is continuing to ask again and again for a way out of issuing marriage licenses to gay couples, according to NBC News, a big deal. We will be monitoring that story. Uh, it's still unfolding and not sure where that's all going to end up. And according to the New York Times, Obama clinches vote to secure Iran nuclear deal. Coordinated strategy brings Obama victory on Iran nuclear deal just before the Senate left town for its August break. A dozen or so undecided Democrats met in the Capitol with senior diplomats from Britain, China, France, and Germany, and Russia, who delivered a blunt joint message. Their nuclear agreement with Iran was the best they could was the best they could ex- expect. The five world powers had no intention of returning to the negotiating table. They basically said unanimously that this is as good of a deal as you could get, and we're moving ahead with it. Recalled Senator Chris Coons, the Delaware Democrat who lent crucial support to the deal this week, despite some reservations. They were clear and and strong, and and they said that they will not join you in reimposing sanctions. For many, if not most Democrats, it, it was that message that ultimately solidified their decision, leading to President Obama on Wednesday securing enough votes to put the agreement in place over fierce and united Republican opposition. Obviously, this comes at the dismay and uh, and regret of of some world leaders, specifically the Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, and and those that understand the the the, the consequences of of such an action. In Iraqi news, Prime Minister Al-Abadi issues a series of new measures to enhance social justice. Also, uh, Prime Minister Abadi chairs Ministerial Energy Committee to review strategies to boost electricity output and oil production. Speaking of oil, oil has been all over the map, my friends. It's been up, it's been down, it's been up, it's been down. which seems to be the case in all markets. 
speaking of the markets, let's take a look at them right now, courtesy of CNBC.com, and get ready. We'll be doing this uh, giveaway here very shortly, so stay tuned. Europe ends sharply higher after uh, they... Well, what they do, they actually are not raising rates over there. The DAX is up 292 points. The FTSE out of London up 119, and the CAC 40 up 113 out of France. Looking at the U.S. markets, Dow tries to stay out of correction. Oil surge boosts energy. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up 134 points to 16,486. S&P 500 up 16 to 1965, and the Nasdaq up 28 to 47.78. Asia markets mostly recovered with China markets closed. And oil prices soar as much as 4% as equities rally. Oil right now is trading at 47.70, Brent at 51.60, natural gas 267. Gold is down as expected. Gold flips on dollar after European Central Bank uh, comments, eyes on U.S. data. Gold is down $9.70 to 11.23. Silver is down uh, just about three cents to 14.63. Copper is up uh, just a little bit, about five cents to two dollars and thirty-eight cents. According to one analyst, Robert Schiller, risk of big stock drops grows. That's one thing you have to bear in mind. Just because you've got a few days of good market activity after after tremendous drops in the market does, does not mean that everything is, is back to normal and hunky-dory. Based on his research of, of historical stock market valuations, Nobel Prize winning economist Robert Schiller said Thursday he sees the risk of substantial declines ahead. Even with the recent turmoil, which pushed the Dow Industrial S&P 500 and NASDAQ into correction last week and again this week, the market is high now, the Yale University professor told CNBC's squad box. As of Wednesday's close, the Dow remained in a correction despite strong gains, but the rally in the S&P and NASDAQ composite pulled those measures out of correction territory. Schiller said he's not saying that that these events will happen, but he says that when he looks at certain data, that it does signal a warning. Schiller measures valuations with his with his cyclically adjusted price to earnings ratio, or also known as CAPE, which looks at price price divided by ten year average earnings. The CAPE ratio right now, he says, is around 25, and that's high. The historic average is around 17, a level that would correspond with about 11,000 on the Dow and 1,300 on the S&P 500. A retracement to those levels would represent more than a 30% decline. Now, can you imagine that? If we had a 30% decline in the markets, and, and, and if that were to happen over a period of, of just a few days, I mean, right now we're in the 16,000 range on the Dow. If it did drop to 11 to 13,000, 
that could spark panic. And this is from this is from a notable economist, a Nobel Prize winning economist from Yale. So not just anyone here. So don't be so quickly reeled into this recent this recent bull run, if you will, in the markets, because we don't know for sure just how long all this could last. And for those of you that are in the markets right now, I wish you well. And I hope you make a lot of money, because if you are taking these kinds of risks, well, you know, you deserve, you deserve to win. But bear in mind that you can also you can also lose. Okay, I said we would be doing our uh our little contest and we will be doing that in just a few moments. Please stand by, we'll be right with you. All right, we are ready to get started. 646-929-0709 is our number. The winner will receive 25,000 Iraqi dinars. Need to be at least 18 years of age to, uh, to participate in this contest. Also, I will uh, I'll let you know that, uh, that the, these questions are a question that will ask will be based upon the, the the clues that I gave you on the previous broadcast. So bear that in mind too. Please allow about three to four weeks for delivery of your winnings. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to ask a question, and we're going to do this twice. So you have a couple of chances here, and. Hopefully you did your research. But we're going to go ahead now and we're going to uh, take caller number one. So please press one and get in the queue and I'll ask the question. And if you do not get the correct response, well, we'll go to the next person and go from there. So whoever presses one first and lights up, it's eligible to... Uh, answer the question, get the question right, and you are the winner. So we are just now waiting for uh, someone to, to participate, and you will win 25,000 IQD. So just waiting for our first person to... Uh, Participate uh, and, and just want to make sure that our switchboard is working properly here because I'm not going to refresh this to make sure that uh, everything is working properly. There have been some issues with Blog Talk Radio over the past few days to the extent to the extent that we actually, uh, well, uh, one day, last, it was the last week, we were not even able to, uh, to to do a show on Blog Talk. 
and we had to do it just on on our backup number. Uh, also, not only that, but uh, we've had some issues with our intro music, and we're going to have to revamp that as well. So, Blog Talk might not be able to, or might not be uh, working properly at, at this moment, and it may not be even giving us indications here on the uh, on the on the right numbers. Please hold, guys, for a minute. I'm gonna I'm gonna check out this. I'm gonna uh, just ask a question to uh, customer service. Be be right there. Okay, guys, this is Magellan. We are now back, and because I'm not able to get this screen to light up, we are going to roll over this contest to next week. To next week. So, again, for those of you that are wanting to participate, uh, hopefully we'll be able to, I just can't, uh, I can't get my my screen to light up here, so there's no way of knowing uh, who is is actually wanting to uh, to ask a question, who's not. Uh, I will be contacting Blog Talk customer service and talking to them in more detail about this. So just to let you guys know, that will be on the. On the 8th of September, so just to make the announcement, we will be rolling over this contest to the 8th of September, Tuesday. So that gives you a little bit more time. Now, if you want to get in on those clues, listen to Tuesday's broadcast. And I I mentioned those at at the beginning of the show. So join us on Tuesday, the 8th of September. 2015, where we will be resuming our resuming our contest. So I uh, I wish all of you the best of luck on that as well. And hopefully, Blog Talk will get their act together, and we'll be able to uh, to actually know who is uh, who is uh, indicating their desire to ask a question. Because in, in all fairness, we we cannot. Uh, we cannot proceed otherwise. We we have no way of of, uh, of of singling you out and and getting your your question. All right, let's see what else is going on as we begin to wrap up this broadcast. Like I said, uh, a lot of news happening, and really we're going to be praying for for all those that are uh, and have been affected by uh, this recent uh, turn of events uh, with with. Uh, with all of these police shootings, serious situation. Bear in mind, guys, that uh, that knowledge, that knowledge is power. And as we begin to to understand the events that are unfolding, it helps us to better equip ourselves for what might actually uh, lie ahead. I, I was just checking out this tweet from Paul Joseph Watson. Have you ever met a proponent of communism who actually lived under communism? It's an interesting thought because you have so many out there 
who seem to be promoting socialist ideas, communist ideas, totalitarian government, global control, globalist, and they call on you to to participate in such a way, and, and yet, and yet, they are not practicing what they preach. They say, "Oh well, you need to 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 conserve, and and you need to to only uh, use this much water, or this much electricity, or whatever the case may be." And are they doing that themselves? I mean, it's like the president, you know, he, he travels on Air Force One to to Alaska for uh, this uh, push for climate, uh, for this, this climate change uh, initiatives, and yet uh, look at, at what he's doing. You know, we have to, to certainly, at the end of the day, say, okay, well, who's saying all these things and are they practicing what they preach? Are they are they conserving uh, in, in what they're doing? You know, they, they gripe about you because you drive an SUV rather than maybe a car that is more economical and, and yet they're flying around uh, Boeing 747 just to go from point A to point B at a moment's notice. So, you know, it's it's things like that that, that I think we have to be uh, we have to be mindful of. Uh, don't forget, uh, a lot of things happening this month. Uh, as you know, September, uh, some have been saying, could be a crazy month. Uh, October could be as well. We just don't know. Uh, we know that on the 13th, uh, the uh, the Shemitah uh, is on the calendar. And uh, if you haven't uh, been following that, we'll talk about that in future broadcasts. September 23rd, another key date. Some have said that some strange things could happen on the 23rd. I'm not saying that they that it will or it won't, but a lot of powers that be have kind of alluded to that to that period of time. We'll see. We'll see. The that will actually be speaking before a joint session of Congress and the United Nations pushing for his global agenda, really trying to usher in, I believe, a uh, a global government and a global religion. If you take time to, to read some of his comments, you'll, you'll see what I'm saying. All that's coming off right around that same period of time, around the 23rd, 24th, of this month, so it'll be an interesting time. But remember, know that you are that you're kept in the secret place of the Most High God, and that if you are in Christ, if you are in Christ, then you are in safety. You dwell in safety. Remember, if God is for us, who dare be against us? Go with God today, and remember, as I said, we'll be. Uh, We'll be doing that contest now on Tuesday the 8th due to switchboard technical problems with Block Talk Radio. So looking forward to that. Have a great day, my friends. We appreciate your listening to the Magellan Show. 
Our playback number is 712-775-7039, access code 327-756-POUND. We want to thank all of you for listening. Appreciate iTunes uh, and uh, all the other websites uh, that are posting our programs. Thanks to ITDCalls.org for posting our shows. We do appreciate that very much. Follow us on Twitter at Real Magellan and our website, MagellanShow.com. Have a great day, my friends. This is Magellan signing off. See you back here on Tuesday. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>